Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. It's NFT day. We got a good one today to talk all things NFTs. What's been moving? What's been trending? We'll talk some historical NFTs on this holiday. Also get into some sports NFTs and talk about one of the top collections raising a huge amount of money at a massive valuation. Will that trend continue in the NFT space? Here are thoughts and more. Don't go anywhere. This is The Roadmap. All right, everyone, as I said, it's NFT Day, the first ever international NFT Day. Why is today NFT Day? Well, stay tuned and we will let you know. I want to go ahead and get started by bringing on my co-host and producer, Alyssa. Alyssa, what's going on on NFT Day today? Oh, you know, <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> Talking about NFTs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thanks to everyone for joining us. If you are new here, go ahead and smash that like and leave a comment. Let us know where you are watching or listening from. If you're not new here, still go ahead and smash that like and let YouTube know that you are watching. Make sure to subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel and share today's video. We also have a tweet for you to share later on that we'll be talking about that coincides with nft day and also has a chance for you to win something we know everyone likes to win something um but more on that later um Alyssa, let's let's kick things off right uh with it's the start of the week let's take a look at what were some of the top nfts of last week so if we pull up crypto slam here at the seven days um, not a huge surprise, right? Board Ape Yacht Club topping the list. Then we had uh, Renga, which is a, a newer project that's been generating a lot of buzz, um, coming in second place, up 131%. So rare, third place. Uh, and then NFL All Day, fourth place, up 136%. Um, anyone who has watched knows that I have been talking about NFL all day for a while and had a feeling that it would crack the top 10 during the NFL season. And sure enough, it did. Um, Alyssa, the thing that jumps out to me though here, you know, we of course have to talk about the good and the bad with NFTs. Um, we are all under $10 million. So even the top one board eight can't crack $10 million in sales last week. Um, this has happened before, but it's been a while. Normally the top project sits right around the 10 or $11 million mark. And then the next couple, you know, five to 10 and, and then on down. Um, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty low number, but as you can see, it was actually up over last week. So last week, similar thing with all of them under 10 million. Um, before we get into why today is NFT day, Alyssa, when you look at this chart, 
with today being the holiday, do you think when we pull this up next week, do you think that there'll be something that cracks 10 million? Will we see a lot of green on here? Like, could this week generate some buzz? Um, I was actually going to ask you that. <laughs> Thanks for stealing. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure how much of a buzz NFT day even has. Cause like on Twitter, I'm going to go off by on what I've seen on Twitter. I haven't seen like any posts yeah. about NFT day, com- like comparing it to like the really big projects that come out or the hype. I have not seen NFT day at all. So, uh, have you seen any of the bigger projects posting about NFT day? I haven't seen the projects post about it. I've seen, you know, the companies, um, which we'll talk later, you know, Dapper oh, yeah. Labs, uh, OpenSea. OpenSea. Um, some of them have been, you know, posting about it, um, sharing things. There's supposed to be some giveaways, some airdrops coming mm-hmm. today. Yeah. I haven't heard anything on that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that, so that, that's what I'm basing it off of. And I'm not sure uh, if we'll see maybe one or two projects like maybe pop above 10 million but yeah i mean the the one nice thing looking at this list is we do have some you know diversification right we've got some pfps we've got some sports we've got i mean ethereum name service which is Mm -hmm. you know domains we have a gaming one right gods unchained uh on immutable popping up in the top 10 there um, they're partnered with GameStop. I mean, it's nice to see them in the top 10. Yeah. We've got, you know, CryptoPunks and OG. So we also have different blockchains represented, right? We've got Ethereum. We've got Flow for all day. We have uh, Immutable for Gods Unchanged. And th- then down there at 12th, we have a Solana project. Um, you know, so, I mean, Alyssa, remember when we would look at this week after week and it was all ethereum except sometimes you know when axie infinity was still in the top 10 um yeah be them but i mean it's nice to see and as you scroll down i'm seeing a couple solana projects and then nba top shot on flow um i mean in the top 30 there i i think we've got five or six different blockchains so yeah that's kind of nice to see i mean obviously the numbers are lower but the diversification i think strengthens the the long-term um game here but Alyssa, uh, so NFL All Day was in the the top 10. Uh, I've been calling that. I've been saying, hey, you know, as the season starts, um, NFL All Day is going to get some attention. I want to go ahead and show. So we had Mitch on uh, a couple weeks ago, right? And we opened some packs and we talked about um, some players to watch, right? And, and uh He said uh, Cortland Sutton was one of his favorites to check out. Um, so I want to go ahead and take a look and see how that pick did. Okay, so if everyone can see this, he is at $29 now. Um, I should have wrote this down, but I think he was 15 or 16 when we did this last episode um, with Mitch. So you can see how much that one went up. And then the other one um, that I mentioned was my man, 
St. Brown of the Lions, who I think was trading around $20, $21. And now you can see the common here at $34. So, I mean, Alyssa, we're, we're seeing some strong gains in some of these players that were called out here on the show. And part of the reason is that Dapper Labs with NFL All Day, they've really gone after utility here. So they launched this thing called Playbook, where you earn points during the week, um, coinciding with the NFL week. And the more points or yards you earn, you can actually unlock packs, right? You, you saw us open packs here on the show. I mean, that's the ultimate goal, right? You get packs, you get the NFTs in the packs, you can sell them, you can use them. But they really have done a good job with this and generated a ton of buzz. So like last night's game, the Monday night football game, there was a challenge then. So you had to have uh, one moment of the player with the most receiving yards in the Vikings-Eagles game, one moment of the player with the most rushing yards in the Titans and Bills game, and one moment of the quarterback with the most total touchdowns in both games, and then a team moment for any of the four teams that played. If you have a moment of all four of those, you can make an entry and you get 15 yards. So again, the more yards you earn, you can unlock these packs. And those packs, I mean, that's the goal everyone wants to get, right? Instead of having to pay 50, 60 bucks for a pack, you can get them for free through this point system. And also, though, there's this burning mechanism you can see there on the screen in order to hit the pack level, right, which are in yellow on the screen, you have to burn five moments. Those moments are gone forever. So, I mean, Alyssa, remember with NBA Top Shot, huge supply issues, right? I mean, we saw moments that had 50,000, 60,000. They're worth like two or $3 now. The lowest price NFL all day is $8. These were three or four dollars this summer, but they've gone up because people have to buy the cheap ones to burn them. And I mean, I think the level's just going to keep going up. I mean, so you look at that, you have to burn five moments. Say you buy the five cheapest ones you can find at eight dollars each. That's 40 bucks that you have to spend just to get to that level to unlock the packs. Um and then also you have to, you know, kind of buy some of these other moments of players who have good weeks and hit certain milestones. So, Alyssa, I know you're not a huge sports fan, but I mean, what what do you think here? Like, I feel like they're doing a good job with creating utility around, you know, using the NFTs for fantasy football and also burning. I mean, they're taking some of these moments that have 10,000 down to 8,000, just like that from people burning them and forever gone from the blockchain no yeah um you messaged me a few days ago saying like how addicting and fun it is yeah so i'm taking that into like yeah i can see how fun and addicting it can be especially if you're into sports and i'm thinking back to like if i were to tell my friends back in like my old in high school or whatever or my old job you know because they used to talk to me all the time about like fantasy football and all that. If I were to show them this, I yeah. think that's just a whole other thing that they would get into hardcore. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know, I think it's really neat and a good job on them. NFL. Yeah, and I mean, 
Alyssa, one of the biggest things in NFTs and crypto, right, is like FOMO and instant gratification, right? I mean, we saw that when these projects were selling out, right? People would mint them as soon as they were revealed. People were flipping them, selling them, chasing after, you know, the rare traits, right? It's that it's all about what's hot at the moment. Well, these NFTs, like throughout the week, then you can buy up players that are going to play in the, the the late games because they're going to be part of challenges. I mean, I'm watching Monday Night Football last night, and as soon as one player has like a 60-yard catch, I'm getting on NFL all day, <laughs> seeing if he has a moment and how much it is because you might need him for the challenge. And mm-hmm. those moments can skyrocket during the game, and then if another player passes them, they fall, right? So it's yeah. almost like that speculation of like who's going to be the top guy but you can if you buy them early enough or during the game before others do you can make some money and then you can either keep them for you know yourself to unlock these packs or what i've been doing this week is you know you sell them when they're up um you know so either strategy i think is working here and I mean, you you can see that though. Like it's it's fun, and as I told you, yeah, fun and addicting. And it combines NFTs, it combines fantasy football. It's almost a little bit of like sports betting, all rolled into one. So I mean, no surprise that NFL all day top ten. I'm excited. We'll be talking more about it on future shows because I just feel like that this is a big one, and it's it's here to stay. And they've done a great job with utility. And I think that's something that more of these, especially sports NFTs, need to embrace uh, moving forward. I mean, you look at how much it's done in sales in the last seven days and joining the top 10. I mean, there's a reason. So mm-hmm. definitely uh, exciting times for, for NFL all day. All right. So, I mean, the, I, I look at the the top 10 and I mean, nothing else really like stands out, but you know, again, that diversification I think is sweet to see. Um, I mean, as I scroll down a little bit further, I mean, yeah, it's still stuff, you know, in the, the 10 to 20, not really gaining. Um, Wolf is Game a, Land was up big. What were you going to say? Land? I'm going to ask like this Ren- Renga, can I say it? Is it new? Like new, new? I don't think Renga is as new, but they had the bl- the black box, which is there at oh, number. Okay. I saw 11. number eleven. Um, okay. So I think that uh, gained interest in it. But this is by uh, Dirty Robot, um, well known artist, uh, collection of ten thousand. We're at point nine or one point one one right now. Uh, have you seen these, Alyssa? No, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> I've never seen them. Okay, so here, yep, there's OpenSea. Um, I mean, they definitely uh, stand out. And so so while we're on this, OpenSea um, actually changed some things around, Alyssa. So if you scroll oh, yeah. back up here, um, I want to highlight a couple areas. So right there, what was one of your questions was, when were these launched? The mm-hmm. created date is now right there under the collection. So September 2022. They also show the creator fee, which is how much the company or artist makes off of transactions. Um, and then the other cool things here is the percent listed and the percent of unique owners. The percent listed, I think, is really cool because you know, as these collections uh, grow in popularity or if they have really strong communities, I mean, 
you have different collections where they have 1% or less listed, which yeah. means people want to hold them and don't want to sell them. Um, so, I mean, that's a positive thing. I mean, obviously, Renga here, 23% listed. Uh, you know, it was a top mover this week. Um, so people possibly looking to sell. Also, if that black box was an, you know, an airdrop, people might have taken their airdrop and then, you know, hit the exits. But yeah, there you see. So Cool Cats, 4% listed. Um, cool Cats has been gaining in, in popularity this week, too. A list I'm seeing a lot more mentions. Yeah. I've seen a couple floor sweeps. Um, I mean, 2.68 floor. This was 2 to 2.5 over the last couple weeks. And every time it gets, yeah, look at that chart. Yes, like, <laughs> every time it gets down below like 2.5, people come and just buy them up. Like it's insane. Um, I even saw a post uh, from my buddy, my buddy, uh, Goodnight, uh, who's a, a big Cool Cats fan. Yes. Uh, he shared that uh, Vayner Sports um, bought a couple Cool Cats. Um, I think he also shared that uh, maybe another top collector added uh, some Cool Cats. So, I mean, some big names getting in there. They do have Cool Cats comics coming out soon, Alyssa, where you have to use the milk token um, mm. to mint those. I think that's going to be cool to see. Um, I mean, they've got more toys coming out. You shared with me, they announced a, a partnership um, with another NFT project. So, I mean... But look at that, 4% listed and 57% unique owners. I mean, yeah. anything over 50% on unique owners, I think, really shows a, a strong community. Um, what one are you? Yeah, I was going to say, let's take board a look at, at Board Apes, right? 64%, 7% listed. I mean, again, some, some good numbers there. Um, I'm trying to think of ones I saw that were like super low for the, the percent listed. Oh, let's look at Goodles. Five percent, fifty-three percent. I can't think off the the top of my head right now, but mm. kind of funny to go through. Oh, 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 uh, hold on. The moon. I want to. I want to check Moonbird. That's that's a good one to check. That, yeah. One percent, yeah, because you have to you have to hold them and nest them. That's that's a good call, yeah. Alyssa. And sixty six percent unique owners. I mean, it's pretty good. Um, that's really good. So I mean, Open Sea again for as much heat as they take, like they they actually are finally adding some some features that I think can actually come in in, in use, right? And they're yeah. good to look at and see some of this stuff. Um, Alyssa, if you click on OpenSea, yeah, the homepage there. So they're actually highlighting some uh, some of the older and OG collections, some top names. So like CryptoKitties, if you scroll to the left there and click on CryptoKitties, which we'll talk about in a minute for NFT Day. Oh, the floor price is now 0.2. It was 0.1 like 30 minutes ago, Alyssa. Oh really? Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, click on activity, but instead of last 90 days, go to last 30 days. Okay. Maybe even last 14. <laughs> Look at that. So this is a historical NFT, one of the first collections ever. Um, so this is what NFT Day is all about, Alyssa, is maybe we're getting a spotlight on some on of the these historical older names and some of your collectors are, are buying in. Look at that percent listed. Look at the unique owners, though. Super, super low. 
Um, but floor price of 0. 0.2, I mean, this was under 0. 0.05 for, for months and months. Yeah. Um, but we're seeing a little bit of a run right now. There are quite a few listed at 0. 0.2, it looks like. Um, but yeah, when I looked a little bit ago, Alyssa, it was 0. 0.1. <laughs> and I was surprised at 0. 0.1 because I was like, these things used to be like 0. 0.02, 0. 0.03. Um, so, I mean, maybe that's the power of OpenSea again, putting them on the, the front page. But uh, yeah. Um, crypto skulls is another another older one yeah um that pops up sometimes talking about historical obviously crypto punks yeah crypto skulls point or two pull up the the chart on this one um yeah i mean similar it did have a little bit of a spike though i remember months ago when uh people found them um yeah because it went over one eth um <laughs> hold on let me check uh this one mm, see like three percent uh, yeah three percent they're they're pretty big on like not having your crap listed yeah um i can i see your point with um people going and picking up the the older like the og projects yeah. especially like if they're you know point two eth yeah tgen tunes and open c putting them on the front page yeah that, yeah. That, yeah that's, that's pretty that's a big boost uh it yeah. definitely uh can help uh some of these projects um i mean and like i said like not everyone knows crypto kitties i mean a lot of people do but if you're newer to the nft space you might have never heard of crypto kitties and now today you're getting a lesson um in it being one of the first ones so so let's talk about uh nft day here right um while we're looking at crypto kitties so today is the first ever nft day international nft day september 20th and the reason why is that the term non-fungible token, which is now in dictionaries worldwide, it's a term that a lot of people know. I mean, we talk about it all the time. That word was first used five years ago today, September 20th, 2017, by Deet Shirley, who is the chief technology officer of Dapper Labs. Um, this was when the first... Uh, NFT standard ERC721 token was first submitted, and also the term non-fungible token was first ever used. So a bunch of companies today are celebrating NFT Day. Um, and as I said, I mean, it's supposed to bring attention to NFTs. There's supposed to be giveaways. Um, the history of NFTs, though, if you look on the, the site for NFT Day, it actually talks about 2014 being the first ever NFT called Quantum, uh, which was minted on the decentralized name registration database Namecoin. Um, at the time, NFT wasn't even a word, um, so it definitely wasn't an NFT at the time. But now looking back, it is considered to be one of the first. And then CryptoPunks launched in June 2017, one of the first Ethereum-based NFT collections ever. 
CryptoKitties launched in November 2017. And then here's a bit of history for anyone. Again, OpenSea also launched in 2017. So OpenSea's been around five years, uh, just like NFTs um, or the word NFT. So, I mean, that's part of the reason why OpenSea is the leader. They've been around. They were the first NFT marketplace. They've been able to attract these tops, top collections, these top investors. And then NBA Top Shot um, launched you know, later in 2020 and was another big one that brought a ton of people into the space. Um, I mean, Alyssa, we hear about like holidays all the time, right? Some <laughs> random holidays, right? But what do you, like NFT day, I, I really like the process here. I really like the fact that they picked a date with historical significance, right? Instead of just picking like, hey, December 1st is NFT day because it's the first day of the last month, right? It's the <laughs> yeah. five-year anniversary of non-fungible token ever being used as a phrase. Yeah, that's, um, I like it. And like, I don't... Um, I'm gonna hold on. I've lost my trade of thought. When OpenSea, it 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 became a thing years ago, right? And I like that kind of just made me think about how all these newer um, platforms are coming about, you know? Yeah. Um, and you just think like, what's gonna come in the future? Like, how big will OpenSea be? How big will these other platforms be? And exactly where will NFTs be in our world? And how big will this thing actually be? Yeah, because you always hear we're really early, and it just makes you think, you know. And I think that's like a good way to like celebrate NFT Day, kind of you know, thinking to the future and like seeing everything that's happening now. Like, it's really exciting. <laughs> There's so many like new things and thinking outside the box happening with crypto and NFTs and blockchain and all of this. Yeah, definitely. You know what another good way to celebrate NFT Day is, Alyssa? What? With a giveaway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know there's not a ton of people watching live right now, but if you're watching on Tuesday or early Wednesday, mm -hmm. either live or the replay of this video, you have a chance to enter a giveaway via the Benzinga Twitter for a free ticket to our Future of Crypto event, which is being held December 7th in New York City. These tickets are on sale now. I believe they're $97. They are going to go up in price as the event gets closer. So I've been encouraging everyone, if you're thinking about coming, to get your tickets now before they go up. Again, $97. You can also pay to have a VIP ticket. Um, and you're going to get all kinds of benefits. And Alyssa, like, I've been working on this event from behind the scenes. I know a bunch of details. I know a bunch of names, a bunch of people yeah. that are coming. We haven't announced them yet. But if you look at the Crypto Slam top 20 all-time list and you buy a ticket, I think you're going to be able to put two and two together. Um, <laughs> so I would encourage everyone to buy a ticket. But Alyssa, how can people win a ticket to future of crypto you all you have to do is retweet that tweet retweet the tweet and we will pick oh yeah 
we'll pick a random, put put you through a random generator, pick someone who retweeted, um, and you get a free ticket. And we're picking in less than twenty four hours now, twenty three hours. That sounds so easy. Like, it is so easy. Retweet it. <laughs> look at the numbers, though. When I looked, there wasn't even that many retweets, guys. I so, know. Like, it, again, our target audience for this event is people like viewers of this show, right? People who care about crypto and NFTs. Like, if you are thinking about coming to this event at all, like, if you retweet this, like, right now you've got a pretty good chance of winning a ticket. I mean, some of those retweets are also Benzinga employees. Like, I retweeted it, and if I win a ticket, I'm not going to get the free ticket. It's going to go to the next person. Um <laughs> So, like, you, you've got a good shot here. So, uh, everyone, please enter this giveaway. Um, and we'll be trying to do more giveaways as we get closer to the event. And, again, some big, big names big. will be announced as we get closer to December. I wish I could just shout them all out live on air right now, but I would get in trouble. So, well, yeah, like you said, yeah. it's in the uh, – just look at look the at top the all, 20. Go to the all-time. All-time. All okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, and then, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing... Top 20. I'm, I'm seeing some names there in the I'm top 20 that are going to be at, they're gonna be at this event. Um, yep. So, I mean, it's pretty... Yeah, I'd go retweet that tweet. <laughs> yeah, so, and if you don't win the giveaway, again, I don't know when tickets are going to go up. Uh, they don't always tell me that. But uh, when they do go up, like, you can't get the cheaper price again. So... I, I would go right there. You they got eight say. days. You got eight, eight days. days, guys, to buy tickets. And I mean, if you buy a ticket and then you win the giveaway, you know, let us know and we can figure something out, um, either an upgrade or a, a refund or whatever. So don't, if you are worried, buy your ticket, enter the giveaway, do both. Um, but definitely don't, don't just sit there if you have a way to get to New York and are thinking about coming. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> All right, Alyssa, uh, moving on here from NFT day, but uh, also talking about, you know, a top 20 project. We did get news recently that Doodles, which has been relatively quiet, right? They didn't tweet the whole month of August. A lot of people kind of were writing them off, you know, and talking some trash. Uh, <laughs> Doodles announced a new investment of $54 million dollars a funding route led by 776, which is the venture capital fund from Alexis Ohanian. Also, 10T Holdings, Accrue Capital, and FTX. The funding valued doodles at $704 million. That is one of the biggest raises in NFTs. And uh, again, some big names there. Alexis Ohanian was already an investor in the company. But he came back to lead the funding round once again. Um, they have the former president of Billboard as their CEO. They also added uh, Pharrell, musician and producer, um, to their board earlier this year. And, I mean, holders of doodles include Justin Bieber, Future, Gary V, Snoop Dogg, uh, Steve Aoki, Pranksy, Diplo, Kygo, and Fat Joe. Uh, you saw it on the top 20 there, ranking 11th all time. Uh, Alyssa, let's start with the the number, right? So $704 million. Uh, yeah. Does that does that number seem too big? I know a lot of people on Twitter were like, wait a sec, how much for doodles? 
what do you think is 704 million? I believe Yuga Labs board eight parent company is $4 billion valuation. So to put that in perspective, Yuga Labs, $4 billion, Doodles, $704 million. Uh, when you put it in perspective like that, no, it's not too much, I don't think. Like, do you see what Doodles is doing? Like, I know they were quiet for a while, but, like, they're doing good. I don't know how to explain it. Doodles yeah. are just doing their thing, and it's working for them. Yeah, and I mean, I, I I like the names they're adding, right? I mean, obviously, I'm a big fan. Alexis Ohanian, also yeah. Pharrell. They're going to do some music-themed NFTs. Um I mean, we talked about their experiences, though, right? Earlier this year when they did at uh, South by Southwest, they had like the Doodles Shopify um, where you could buy the merchandise. They had like the thing you could go through. Um, I mean, kind of like one of those bigger projects holding these in like in-person events. Um, I also like the hiring of, you know, the president of Billboard. And yeah, I mean, you, you see the quote there, right? Uh, developing the next digital frontier of how we experience and create content, unlocking the real value behind NFTs. We still have Doodles 2 coming. Um, so that's a future event. I mean, remember Yuga Labs, they launched Board Ape Yacht Club. Then shortly after, they launched Board Ape Kennel Club, right? Which mm-hmm. was an airdrop to all holders. And then months later, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, right? Everyone got the serum and could create a mutant. And then also they minted some new mutants as well. Yuga Labs didn't raise money until after that stuff happened, right? So like investors missed out on some of the success, let's say, of Yuga Labs. Doodles, on the other hand, they haven't launched all their projects yet. They're still kind of early, I think, in that regards. So, I mean, that's another way to look at this too, right? Is that the investors are kind of getting in before Doodles 2 comes out, before the music NFTs come out. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes when it comes to Doodles. And they're playing chess, in my eyes. Like, they're playing chess with the people they partner up with, who they're probably talking to behind the scenes. Um I mean, they were they were working with Shopify. Were they like one of the first ones to like? Yeah, they were one of the work. first ones to partner with with Shopify, and I mean, that's just it's massive. I mean, Doodles even yeah. got their own paint color. Remember, they partnered exactly. with with Bayer Paint <laughs> earlier this year, like Doodles Paint. I, I yeah, I don't know, playing chess. <laughs> that's Doodles. Yeah. Like, I know I get people like they don't. There's a lot of people who don't like doodles right like this is just not a me observation right is it like because like what did what do you do with a doodle yeah i think that's a lot of it right it's like it's it's a pfp what do you do with it but in that regards i mean Alyssa, you spend a lot of time on twitter i still see a ton of doodles as pfps yes for some big nft people like yeah it's not like one of these other NFTs that just kind of went away and no one uses as a PFP anymore. Doodles is still, I mean, one of the most popular PFPs out there for people on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so I, I just think there, there's huge brand name recognition too. I mean, I think people know Doodles in the same regards as a Board Ape Yacht Club. Yeah, that's that's true too. You like passed out a bunch of cards in front of someone and it had yeah. like a doodle, you would know it's a doodle. 
It's got like that's to me. It has like that same thing as um, like Hello Kitty in a way. You know, yeah. you just see it. Yeah, that's a good test. Maybe that should be like an on the street with AB sometime where he has like yeah. flashcards of Board Ape Yacht Club, CryptoPunks, NBA Top Shot, Doodles, and one more like either yeah. Cool Cat, Suzuki, Moonbirds. See which one is guessed the most by people. Hey, 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 hey. Aren't you going to uh, uh, a place soon? Um, <laughs> if yeah. you have time, if you yeah. have time. No, that's, that's a good idea. We'll have some cameras and maybe maybe we can do that. So that's a good idea. I just feel like I'd be curious to see. Like, I mean, I think Bored Ape would get the most recognized by non-NFT people. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious, like, what's what's next after right. that, right? Yeah, like, like uh, I could see them, yeah, a board Ape and a CryptoPunk. Um, but I want to see, will they, would they recognize, like, a Squiggle? Would they recognize a, go- a Doodle? I almost said Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close. No, no. I don't know. Maybe Clone X, because I kind of want to know. Since I feel like Nike. Clone X wouldn't get as much of, like, name recognition. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Born to be free on Wall Street. You got it. Chris. You have to. On Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to see if I can ride that bull uh, outside of uh, the stock <laughs> exchange over a block. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a fence and you can't, but I swear I've seen some pictures before of people touching it. So I don't know. But uh, I'm just thinking <laughs> of the, the cool photo apps. <laughs> Your last so, day. Your last yeah. day. Hop the fence. There we go. <laughs> Can't kick us out then. Um, Alyssa, speaking of uh, sports NFTs, which I, I talked about there in the top 10, uh, I did just write an article. I don't think it's out yet. Um, the PGA Tour, right, the major golf league, announced okay. a partnership with Autograph, which is an NFT company founded by Tom Brady. I'm sure some of <laughs> you have heard of him. Um, Autograph previously did some launches with DraftKings and now they are launching with the PGA tour starting in 2023 and Tiger Woods, one of the greatest golfers of all time is on the board of advisors for autograph. And he's going to be helping design this. They haven't said what kind of utility it will have yet. They did say they wanted to be a little bit different. Um, than previous sports nfts but i mean Alyssa, like you just heard me run down nfl all day and why it's successful now and yeah. also why nba top shot has kind of faded away right because high supply and not enough utility i'm not in charge of this pga tour launch mm-hmm. but i feel like i can go ahead and lay out a couple strategies right low supply right yes and utility in the form of fantasy sports. So yeah. golf tournaments run Thursday through Sunday. Like you could easily do, you know, set your lineup with your NFTs, pick five golfers for this tournament, and you get points based on if they make the cut, what place they finish in, how many birdies they have, uh, if they get a hole in one, and whoever has the most points gets packs gets a reward like this doesn't seem that hard now looking at nfl all day and why it's successful right yeah no it's uh nfl all day 
they kind of laid it out and showed that it works. And um, if PGA Tour, <laughs> if they don't do that, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> yeah, and like I get the utility with some where it's like events, right? Or like memorabilia or meet and greets, right? So like, let's say, I mean, because we saw like Steph Curry, right? The FTX drop, they did a good job with that, right? Where like if you own certain Steph Curry three-point NFTs, you got to go compete in a three-point shot contest with him you got to go to a game you got to go to dinner but like at the end of the day let's say there's a tiger woods pga tour nft let's say there's ten thousand of them let's say like only one person wins a a dinner with tiger woods 10 people get a zoom call with him and a hundred people get a signed golf ball like are people really gonna buy all ten thousand at x amount versus a fantasy challenge where you can earn free nfts like i feel like more people want the fantasy element of it i mean and don't get me wrong fantasy football is the number one fantasy sport in america right like more people compete in fantasy football than any other sport so like fantasy golf isn't you know as big of an audience as fantasy football but like the same people that love golf you know, they, they take part in fantasy golf. I just, I don't know. Yeah. That's my thoughts, but we'll see. I have a feeling they will do something different because like the other thing is like, Alyssa, if you're the PGA tour and autograph, you see NFL all day. If you copy what they're doing, are you scared of being called a copycat or do you just not care because it could make you successful. I wouldn't care. Yeah, don't you um, want success at the end of the day, right? Yes. Like, yes. It's uh, not I like mean, you're launching a competing football pro- product, right? Like you're no, a different sport. Yeah, it's, I I know less about golf and football, so I don't I don't know what could be different with it, but yeah, it it won't be like the exact same. Yeah. Um, all right, let's turn to um other side here, uh, and Yuga Labs. So, Alyssa, if you can pull up this tweet, um, okay. this is some gameplay footage, uh, from the co founder and CEO of Improbable, which is the company working on other side. I mean, so hopefully it loads here and works fine. I mean. So we've seen a couple other side beta tests, right? With a, a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is pretty cool to see. And the tweet said uh, that they have worked on a couple upgrades. This is a candid clip of more than 20,000 <laughs> in a dense location. Um, obviously, they need to get higher than 20,000 um, because there's more than that mutant apes and board apes combined. Um, there's more other side lands than that, but I think that's a good test. But like Alyssa, you've played a ton of games. Like, again, this isn't final product, but when you look at this gameplay footage, like what do you see and what stands out? Uh, the fact that it's not crashing right now, that that's (laughs) a lot of, (laughs) yeah, It's, it's running smooth. Yeah. And there's that many and that small of an area. Ah, that's nice. Yeah. And it's in beta. Yeah, I Ow. think this was this was good to see. 
Um, again, Yuga Labs hired Improbable for a reason. Um, yeah. I think they saw their success. They saw some some footage, maybe a demo or a, a plan, and they partnered with them. Uh, I'm excited for, for other side, of course, to come out. Oh, yeah, and there was some comments under the tweet, too. Um, do not believe bots. Wait for real players um, before getting excited. Um, they're going to scale it. Yeah, so uh, the new tech can handle almost $2 billion uh, a second. The previous limit, $1 billion. Ops are updates per second is the most important metric in building rich experiences. I mean, you said it, Alyssa, right? That many people in one space. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, voice solution needs some tuning and work. Obviously, people will want to be able to talk to each other. Uh, um and then they think that they can get to over 2 billion apps. Um, I mean, again, that is a big, big goal. Um, but I think they get there. And Alyssa, we did get news from Yuga Labs and other side in the form of Yuga Labs hiring their first ever chief gaming officer. So Spencer Tucker was hired for the role. He now will be in charge of overseeing the gaming initiatives for Yuga Labs. Um, He said, Web3 is revolutionizing gaming, entertainment, and community in much the same way the shift to mobile revolutionized communication. Uh, I am beyond excited to join the Yuga Labs team and to continue building toward the new era of interoperability and community-empowered growth in the other side metaverse. He has over two decades of gaming experience. Um... And then I, I love what uh, Nicole, the CEO of Yuga Lab, said. Yuga today is known most prominently for being the home of Bored Ape Yacht Club, CryptoPunks, and MeBits. But Yuga is more than that. Gaming is one of our main focus areas. The company is hoping to revolutionize the way people think about Web3 gaming using items such as storytelling, ownership, utility, and community to stand out. Um, Alyssa, let's go to that. We, we talk about gaming a lot, right? And, and you're big in gaming. We've seen a ton of these gaming companies kind of teeter on the fence of should we get into Web3, should we not? Here you have a Web3 native company that started with PFPs kind of going all in and saying, hey, wait a sec, guys. We're not just a PFP company we're going to revolutionize gaming for web three. Pretty bold statement. Yeah. I like, I do like um, the web three going into gaming more than the gaming going into web three. It's just, it makes more sense to me and less, I don't know, anger. (laughs) Um but uh, I'm really excited to see exactly what is going to come out of this. Um, I I want to look into like what Spencer Tucker was has been into because like that's the thing I like to do when you find like a when a new game is coming out or being in, made. I like you know look look in like the background of like who's working on that game and see what games or shows or anything they've worked on in the past. And then, you know, if it's obviously really freaking good, then you're gonna be like, oh, okay, this is gonna be really good. Yeah, okay, so Gree, he worked at Gree before, and I know I have heard of that one before. Um, I feel like they did a bunch of mobile games. Um, let's see. 
it looks like mobile games and some anime um mm. Alyssa, so let me send you this and see if this helps because i don't know i don't know a lot of these names um another eden heaven burns red hmm. uh but I know I had heard of, of Gree before. Again, I think it's big in uh, mobile gaming. Yeah. Any I of those ring a bell? Nope. Okay. And then what was the other company he came from? I think it was Scopely. Scopely Games. Um, like Yahtzee comes up. Yahtzee. <laughs> oh yeah, they yeah. Um. So Scopely was one of the fastest growing companies in America in 2015. They acquired a bunch of gaming studios. Uh, Star Trek Fleet Command mobile strategy game. Uh, they passed a billion dollars in lifetime revenue in 2019. They acquired Game Show Network's online gaming division from Sony in 2021 um, for $1 billion. Um, so Bingo Bash, Scrabble Goal, Marvel Strike Force, Yahtzee with Buddies, Star Trek Fleet Command, The Walking Dead Road to Survival. I'm pretty sure I played that game. Okay, so I've yeah, that game I've seen advertised a lot to me. Um, yeah. So he's a mobile game. So mobile, big mobile. I think that okay. helps, right? I, I feel like ultimately other side, like you're gonna want to be able to play it PC and mobile. I think, right? Yeah, if, if it's going, I'm yeah. So, no, I I like the higher again. I I think I, it's nice to see. Um, I'm just now seeing these comments. These comments aren't <laughs> loading in uh, in our platform here, but uh, strictly sports. Okay, um, okay. Should we should we break this down? NFL yeah, all day is only pumping because of all the noobs that got in that didn't come from TS. I'm assuming Top Shot. They don't know what's about to happen to their account values as soon as these S2 moments start dropping. Okay, first off, S2. So S2 as in season two. Um. The season two moments have a lower count than season one. So season one had a max size of 10,000. Season two, the max size is 8,000. As we see these challenges, there's a ton of players that didn't have moments in season one. So will there be some overlap and some players that get launched in season two that weren't in season one? Yes. But also, I mean, you've got players like Justin Jefferson, the, the leading wide receiver, um, of the the vikings he doesn't have a common moment he only has rare so if you have to complete that monday night football challenge and you need a justin jefferson you got to pay hundreds of dollars so once season two launches and if he has a common it makes it more affordable for everyone to complete these challenges um i get the supply issues but i really just think they've done a good job and yes it hasn't been around for over a year um but I mean, I was in Top Shot, like I like to think early, right? Like not the first couple months, but shortly after. 
I remember how many people were in line to buy those packs. I remember when the cheapest moment on NBA Top Shot was like 12 bucks. Now you can get them for a dollar, two dollars all day in the summer. The people that knew, hey, they're going to do utility, were buying up these moments for three dollars, four dollars, five dollars, and now they're being rewarded. So is that fair? Kind of, right? The people that backed NFL all day early have gotten rewarded. Um, are the noobs suffering? I mean, maybe, but if you're if you're playing this game right and buying up the moments of players before the games start, you usually don't have to spend that much money then to complete these challenges. If you're waiting until game time, yeah, you probably are getting punished and, and paying more than what your, your packs are worth. But I don't know, some good points there. And I mean, to me, it's successful. And again, I've been playing fantasy sports and in NFTs for years, and I am having fun and also making money and also enjoying it, also watching more football because of it. I mean, ultimately, I think all those things are, are really helping here. All day is more gamified than a collectible. I think that's... I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and Jefferson has a common moment, so I don't know who I'm thinking of. Somebody... There was a couple players this weekend that didn't have commons. They only have um, rare moments and legendary moments. So, uh, um I mean, it's just something to think about. I just think we're it's it's fun, and if you're not having fun doing it, it's probably you know you're probably losing money or you know not buying early enough. But it's something we talked about with Mitch, you know, last week, the week before, right? Buying up some of these players before they have good seasons, like Cortland Sutton, Amon St. Brown. I mean, if you bought either one of them, you've doubled your money. Um, that's pretty strong return in this NFT bear market we're in. I mean, I think a lot of these other NFT collections would be would be happy with that kind of return and also happy to see that kind of sales volume increase um, to get in the top 10. But um, Alyssa, one more thing before we go here. Uh, Candy Digital. I, I don't even think I shared this with you offline yet. Candy Digital, um, which has their hands in a ton of NFT stuff. Um, they have a partnership with MLB. They also are the company, Alyssa, you will remember, that launched Stranger Things NFTs. So go ahead, play this video here because I wanted to show you. Pause right there. Pause. Late fall, Stranger Things Collection 2. So, Alyssa, we are for sure getting more Stranger Things NFTs. They have what or how. But I'm guessing people that own the first series might have a leg up. So uh, yeah. we'll find out. Yeah. But uh, it's. A, yeah. I think I said this before. Like it's just one of the quick pump projects, in my opinion. You know, and like if a new season comes out or a new project comes out, attached to it is probably gonna you're gonna maybe see a little bump. Maybe. Going, still going for that. <laughs> All right. If you keep playing the video, I feel like there was something else that I saw that caught my eye. It's a lot of baseball. 
Stranger Things, Winter, MLB, oh, WWE, WWE Getty Images platform launch. Uh, that's ticker G-E-T-Y for anyone who watches stocks. Um, racing Burning Challenge. Uh, so, I mean, again, uh, a company like Candy, they've got their hands in a bunch of stuff. They're, we have a bunch of NFTs coming, guys, across all kinds of things, right? Sports, media, entertainment, um, companies, right? The Starbucks NFT plan we didn't even get into today, Alyssa. Um, but I mean, like it, NFT market, it's, we're in a bear market, but the, mm. the companies, the builders that are working hard during this time, I think when we look back years from now, you're going to wish that you followed along with some of the top names. Are some projects going to zero? Yes. Have some already gone there? Yes. Mm -hmm. But will some projects go up from now in the next five years? I think yes, but time will tell. Okay. I like, okay. Uh, hold on. <laughs> um, I like to relate it to like business. If you have a small business and you kind of just keep pumping your stuff out, you will like, you'll still get, you'll get, you'll get there. And if you keep like thinking outside the box and pushing for like bigger and bigger, bigger, um, you can, you can really strike some gold, I think. And I know, I think people like Gary Vee and them say this too. Right. Um, and I'm going to go back to what Gary Vee said about NFTs. Like some of these projects, they're going to go away and we've seen it and st it's not done yet, but you can see the ones that are still building like, doodles with the yeah doodle yeah doodles and freaking candy and uh yuga labs yeah, yeah no it's you can just you can see it and right now i think it's like a pretty solid time uh yeah. to just pay attention and uh keep note and try to get involved somehow i know a lot of these projects are like really expensive but like i think some of them are trying to make it to where people like me and you get involved because we can't can't get in right now because <laughs> i don't yeah. i don't have 70 eth lying around okay to get aboard it <laughs> yeah well and i think that's where you know your your nfl all day comes back into play right and and strictly sports it, it, yeah. i mean hey i appreciate all your comments we we love the the banter back and forth yeah you still have a bunch of top shot moments me too not as many as you have um but look at what I said, right? The cheapest NFL all day moment is $8. Um, you can buy up, I mean, some of these players that are actually playing though week to week for like 12 bucks, 15 bucks, right? So like, I mean, you could start with 20 bucks or less, buy a moment, uh, sell it if that player has a really good week, buy two moments. I mean, you could start small. And I mean, again, you're not going to make massive amounts, but if you have a small amount to start with, you could probably, you know, flip your way up throughout the season. Um, they have a lower entry point. I think that's why so many people like Top Shot were buying packs to start with, right? Because everyone wanted them. You could sell your moments. You could get in for under $100. Um, so I just, I feel like there are collections and projects out there, like you said, Alyssa, that are already appealing to people with less money. And then also some of these companies that have holders, you know, with super valuable yeah. assets are also trying to get new holders. So something to watch and something we'll be covering in the space. We are out of time. Um, Alyssa, I wanted to pull up that, that tweet one more time with the giveaway. 
and drop it in the chat okay. before, before we sign off. Let me throw it in YouTube right this there. One. Um, I thought I posted it. Did it show? I don't know. It's oh, there it goes. Okay. Wacky. Um, but what are we up to for for retweets? We're at I think we're at the same amount. Come on, oh. guys. Oh, we got one more. Uh, okay. So again, enter that giveaway um, for your chance to win a ticket for Future of Crypto December 7th in New York City. Uh, no roadmap tomorrow or Thursday. I will be uh, doing something else that you'll hear more about next week. Also, we have our uh, boot camp tomorrow. Yes. Uh, oh, it's yes. free on YouTube. You can tune in, hear from some great companies, great investors. And then also, we, also, have, also. <laughs> we have our town hall, um, which is at noon right here on Benzinga's YouTube. You can hear from some of the top names in investing. Uh, they will walk you through what you can be looking at or doing during this current market. Um, if you haven't been following the stock market, there are a lot of stocks down, similar to crypto, right? It's 2022. Not everything is going up anymore like it was last year. So uh, what should you be doing? Tune into the town hall tomorrow and you can get some of those questions answered. Alyssa, anything else to add? Um, follow us on socials. Um, hit the bell. And ding. Uh, yeah, ding. Ding. And uh, thanks for watching. <laughs> All right, everyone, take care and we will see you next week. Don't go anywhere. Great content coming up on Benzinga YouTube, including pre-market prep at the close at 3.30 with my man, Money Mitch and Joel Elkanen. Uh, you will hear all about the market news and top trending stocks on that show. Uh, oh, it's Strictly Sports. Uh, you think we got our truckload of flow? Yeah, there is a rumor that flow airdrop <laughs> happening today to anyone who uh, has been on Top Shot or NFL all day. They did say that they had something big to share today. I am hoping, um, but we, I guess we'll wait and see. I mean, right now, like you said, Alyssa, NFT day has been relatively quiet. Yeah. Um, so who's going who's gonna to make the big move and get some uh, some interest built back up here? But uh, we'll cover it next week and let you know exactly what happened.